0: You thought, I don't know what sound to make. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to make a, watch that. All right, hello. Welcome back to KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, episode 188, Stupid Shit Realtors Deal With. That's, that's going to be the official title. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Podcast? Let me do one more. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Hello, friend. Nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you. You're wearing the same thing as last week. You seem more energetic today. I I right? I'm feeling good. Oh, Ten minutes ago. I'm feeling good. I've got energy. You know, still a little congested, brain fog, that whole thing. Yes. But uh, yeah, feeling good. Good.
1: Yeah. Sure. Today's topic. Uh, today's topic is well, you you worded it so eloquently, so stupid shit realtors deal with. That's right. I don't know what the title will be, yeah, but we'll figure it out as we That you know. is, that's our topic. Um, I'll start. I've got a, a re- I, one I wasn't able to talk about because I wanted to wait for the transaction to close. Little technical issue here. Okay, now clap. All right, Sorry. that's okay. So um, there was one instance I want, circumstance I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't because the deal hadn't closed and it just closed. So I'm going to bring it up, but I won't say anything specific about property or naming anybody. But we had sold a house, and there was multiple offers, and uh, we the the offer we accepted that night. The following morning, I got a message. From them, uh, the realtor, saying the buyer's not bringing the deposit. Um, Just throw me.
0: Throw me off that water bottle. Oh, there. You want it?
1: <laughs> no. There's so much stuff going on here. I know.
0: I'm getting distracted. Okay.
1: <clears throat> okay. Yes. Off, offer night. Offer night. I think there's four offers. Four offers. We take the highest offer. Take the highest offer. The next morning. Next morning. Buyer's realtor calls me. says, hey, I'm sorry. So casually, too. Sorry, my buyer, my client's not bringing a deposit. Right. So you have a confirmed accepted agreement. It's signed off firm, yes. The
0: deposit's due within 24 hours of acceptance. Yes. And sorry.
1: Sorry, not coming. So, um, and he was so nonchalant. Not the first it. time that's happened. No, but the interesting thing too is, and this happens a lot in the negotiation leading up to that night, the night prior, he was really good to communicate with. He was on the ball. He was responsive. And now he's just playing dumb and he's an idiot. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not an option. We accepted your offer. It's been signed off on. You're yep. legally bound to this contract, deposit or no deposit. If you don't deliver that deposit within 24 hours, you're in breach of contract. And then there's repercussions, potentially. Um, and anyways, I... He said, I'll send you a mutual release, which is, for those listening or watching, is a one-page document that says the two parties mutually agree to cancel the deal. Uh, and, the, and the buyer. A, and the buyer gets their money back, uh, in this the, case, the they deposit didn't back. Any, in but... this case, they didn't have a deposit. <laughs> uh, and I said, don't bother. Uh, I said, you know, we're, we're holding you to this. Get the deposit to us. Next time I hear from him, it was in the afternoon. I I fully thought he would say, "Okay, I spoke to them. They're cool. We'll, we're going to move forward." But no, the next thing I heard from him was an email saying, "Hey, sorry, they're still not agreeing to it. Here's the mutual release. Please sign it and send it back." Still very like nonchalant, like you know, uh, it's it is, no big deal. No big deal. It is what it is. So I I wrote back and said we won't be signing this um, at this point. I'll have my client's lawyer get involved um because that and that i think for people that's an important thing you have to get a lawyer involved in those circumstances anyway so you know move forward a little bit and um the lawyer oh no what happened next so I, I after that he's like well would you accept blank a, a lower number than what they paid so he's trying to negotiate with you. Now he's point. trying to negotiate with right. me. So you had four offers. You accepted his. Yes.
0: They were the, I'm assuming, the top money
1: offer. Well, I'll get to that. Okay. But yes, the answer is yes. They were the top dollar amount. Um, anyway, so he said, well, will you accept blank, which was about 70000 less than what they paid, Whoa. more than 70000 less. And I said, no, like that's not an option. He's like, well, that's what they're approved for. He's like, they can't get the mortgage. I'm like, well, how in 12 hours or whatever it was do you realize they can't get approved? Like, you've put no effort into this. And it's not my problem. It, you should have qualified them. Uh, he said, well, and then immediately he came up another 50. He's like, well, what about this number, 50,000 more? And I'm like, he, and he said, I'll help them arrange private financing for the difference. And I'm like, I don't think so, but let me chat with my client. Because at that point, it was a... uh a smaller difference from the accepted right. price. So I chatted with our clients, and our clients said, "Well, we'll agree to the lower price if the realtor uh, makes up the difference in their commission, the buyer's real estate agent." Right. So agent fucked up. So why should you get paid your full amount? Right. Right. So that's how I proposed it to them. I so at this point we had a letter from the lawyer uh, saying, you know, if we don't get the deposit, we'll hold you liable for damages uh, which would have been pretty substantial I imagine in this market Um, anyway so I sent the letter oh no I called him first and verbally said hey this is what they'd be willing to do I'll send you an email to make it more formal but they're proposing that we will accept this number you're suggesting if you reduce your commission to offset the difference because my client why should they accept less than what everyone agreed to and he laughed he said, oh, take it from the broke real estate agent, eh? I'm like, well, you brought the unqualified client. I, it, you know, I think it's on, the onus is on you to make up the difference because you, you know, it's your fault. And he laughed. And I, I had the letter now. So I sent him an email with the letter and the, and the proposal, and within one hour, we had the deposit. Right. As soon as I threatened his commission Interesting. and the lawyer's letter, deposit arrives. And the lawyer said, like in many cases, this letter will scare the person back into the deal. So I think between the letter and the realtor being scared of losing his commission, he then said, Okay, well let's I'll put more effort into this now than right. my commission's right. on the line. And um,
0: see the crazy part about this is the reason that happens is because there there have been certainly in, in a seller's market There have been many, many instances where this happens. Yeah. I've heard all kinds of stories. And if you have four offers in a seller's market and it's a nice home, the chances are if that person doesn't come in with a deposit, that somebody else will replace that deal and come in with a deposit. If not, you might even be able to sell it for more money In a seller's market, so because of the past few years of that happening regularly, this guy probably thought it's not a big deal, right?
1: But it was. Oh, but it was. I I won't say that. (laughs) I won't. You're messing with the wrong realtor, buddy. Well, that of obviously, but he. You know, I won't get into the details. But the next highest offer was substantially less. So, for us. You know, we could have gone that route, but they still would have been so. They had they, they the had
0: reference. remorse, realizing
1: that they probably paid substantially more than the next offer. I think so. Well, right. they had no idea; they didn't know. Oh, well, I said probably. They may have presumed that they. Well, either they legitimately couldn't get the money, which is obviously not the case because we've now closed.
0: With, well, within that little short twelve-hour span, how do you then
1: realize that you're not getting that money?
0: Right, it's impossible.
1: Yes. So that was one circumstance that I was annoying that I had to deal with, um, but we held to our good for you. Your clients' beliefs of are they're happy. responsible and oh yeah, they're they're very happy. It's a repeat client and friend. So as a
0: percentage, because you don't want to talk numbers, just to keep it very uh, kind of above water and and vague. Mm-hmm. Don't want to take an ethics course, do you?
1: Not particularly.
0: Um, As a percentage, how much, so this property just closed a few days ago, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: As a percentage, if you had to guess, because the market since it was sold has declined. Yes. So if we were to list that property today and sell it in the next week or two or whatever, how much less as a percentage would that property sell for presently? 15%. 15%. 15%. 15%. Probably. So you're well into six
1: figures. Easily. Right. It's yeah. a lot of bread. It's huge. Yeah.
0: Well, congratulations on your closing.
1: Thank you. It was a stressful one right up to the last minute because they, on the closing day. So this this is a short story. Um, The Friday before, the Thursday before closing, we were closing on the, the following, the Tuesday. He calls me on the following Thursday. And says, by the way, I may need an extension. Maybe. I'm like, okay. I didn't want to let my client know because it was a maybe. I don't want to stress him out all weekend. So I reach out to the guy again on Friday, text message, phone, voicemail. Do you still need or do you know if you'll need the extension? No response. Monday, message, voicemail. Do you know if you need the extension? Closing's tomorrow. No response. Closing day, my client calls me and says, hey, they're asking for an extension. Like, this idiot didn't have the courtesy to call me. Maybe he didn't even know. Because at that point... Well, you, you still if someone asked me that and it's a day before closing, I'll be like, I don't know. But right. I'll find out. Or at least call back. Give the courtesy of calling back. Yes, exactly. Right. You know, and you don't know if closing is going to happen. Like professional before. courtesy. Correct. There's a huge oh, lack of it.
0: You want a story? Professional courtesy? Okay, I'm going to turn my phone back on here. Get it off airplane oh maybe I don't even need to i'll I'll read you a text i sent okay I wouldn't normally share this because I was quite an asshole to this real is this
1: one of your stories for this sure topic. it is now okay good
0: so the story is if if let let me give you the background of the story I went and showed i'm not going to give specifics because this property that I'm going to refer to is actively on the market and I actually don't know the realtor uh, that has it listed for sale. I don't even know what brokerage uh, this person works for. Um, I have a very good client of ours who has done six transactions with me, purchases and sales over the past 10 years, avid follower on all of our social, wears all of our KT gear. Baked us
1: cookies yesterday.
0: Baked us some cookies, you know, a big fan of the team and has recommended and and referred us. And so A plus client. Had us for dinner. Yeah, we've been to his house for dinner. Brought me some cheese a couple of weeks ago. It's still in the fridge, isn't it? It is. I'm gonna bring a baguette in uh, okay. with what well, you know. What I'm gonna do with it. I think Ian will enjoy this. Gonna bring the fresh baguette, cut up. It's a uh, it's basically a pressed ricotta. Okay. But it's almost like a feta cheese. Not as salty. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't know how salty this one is. So I'm going to slice it not too thin but not too thick. Okay. On some fresh baguette, slice the baguette with a little micro arugula, little olive oil.
1: This is my kind of snack.
0: And fresh cracked black pepper. So I'm going to bring my pepper mill, some olive oil. I'm going to pick up some baguette and a micro arugula at La Rose and I'm going to bring it in on uh, Friday this week.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: You going to be here on
1: Friday? I'll uh, just let me know what time.
0: And I'm finally going to use that uh, charcuterie board
1: clean it up. You might want to clean it.
0: And I'll I'll make a nice spread
1: for us. You know, it's funny enough on the topic of cheese, before you get back into your story, today Ian and I heard on the radio that they now make cheese-flavored nail polish. Scented. Oh, well. Oh, I was going to say flavored. Wow. Well, it may be. It may mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. I'm Usually. hungry. Usually things taste like they somewhat <laughs> similar to how they Why smell. Why do my
0: fingers smell like cheese? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Uh, anyways. Let's continue.
0: All right. So I go and I show this great client uh, a few condos. It's a condo. I'll give you that
1: much. Don't get too specific. Right.
0: <laughs> and... Um, we liked all of them hes he's an investor he wants to invest in the property uh, he already owns an investment condo that we manage through k t property management and he wants to do it again right so we've got um, one of our mortgage brokers got him approved we've got the money in the bank ready to go um done deal as, as soon as we find a place and get an accepted offer like it's could be very very easy to do so we went saw some properties liked one good value exactly what we need in terms of
1: adding to his portfolio went for lunch hang on you missed something what when you first arrived i'm okay yes i'll okay
0: Okay, I'll backtrack to that. Okay. This particular unit that ultimately we ended up putting an offer on. Yes. Which we came to that conclusion after we went for lunch. We arrived on time. And, you know, for those of you that aren't realtors, it's not easy to, if, if, as a realtor, if you're taking a client out to see properties, also known as showings, if you're going out on showings, it's not that easy right now to schedule them in sequence so you go from one property to the next and you're not waiting around. Specifically now because since COVID, it's become very commonplace that showings have been shortened to a half an hour time frame, whereas previously an hour would be um, common. Yes, And... Why that happens now is because there's no overlapping appointments. So you less of it. There's there's slowly transitioning. It back. is slowly transitioning back. But condos you can't. Yeah, it's because impossible because you can't of the get key. In. Yeah. Right. Uh so in this case, condo, half an hour appointment. Show up. No key in the lockbox. And I've got several other showings. This is our the first one. The lockbox was there. Lockbox was there. It wasn't that easy to find, but there were only seven lockboxes, but it wasn't identified in any way, shape, or form. So I had to try several of them before I figured out which lockbox it is. Finally get to the right lockbox, open it up,
1: no key inside. But you at least were able to find the guy's cell phone number, right? Let me tell you. Ooh, I started burning. So, yeah, well,
0: I guess good on him. Bravo for something they did right. Uh, Cell phone number was in the MLS listing. I had the MLS listing with me. Called to sell. And uh, he picked up, which is awesome. Sometimes you try and get a hold of a realtor and they don't even pick up their phone. He picked up. Hello. Uh, hi. Is this uh me? Yeah. <laughs> You're just off to a great start to your day, aren't you? Well, I'm going to make it a bit better. Um, doesn't introduce himself. You know, rarely do they. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, thanks for. Thank you for calling. This is Ariel speaking. Whatever. I don't care. Introduce yourself. So doesn't introduce. Hello. Like drunk in bed. That was what it sounded like. Uh, Hi, I'm here to show your listing. And there's no key in the lockbox. Is there another showing scheduled around us? No. Uh, Let me call you back. No, there hasn't been one for days. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Thanks. Just helpful. Um so calls me back five minutes later, says, Okay, the seller's wife is gonna go and put a key in. They forgot to put a key in. And that's what I was wondering. How long has it been since a key has been in there? Right. They didn't they forgot that there was a showing? Like what's going on? So we're waiting around, waiting around. Five minutes goes by, and I said to our client, I said, okay, well, I don't want to miss seeing the other places because, you know, they're back-to-back, half-hour time slots. I timed it perfectly without any hiccups. So I said, let's get out of here. Let's go see the other place. He says, okay, get in our car. Book it to the other place, Half, not even halfway there. The agent calls me. said, okay, the key's in the lockbox now. I said, oh, man, we just left five minutes ago. So I called my client in the car, and I said, listen, they just put the key in. Do you want to turn around and go and see it? So that way we don't have to track it back. He said, yeah, let's do it. All right, so get back, deja vu, start it all over again, grab the key, go upstairs. The place is filthy. It's dirty. It smells. Hasn't been staged. I don't even know if they prepared for the showing. So if
1: they had smell-o-vision, like we talked about in last week's podcast, would you have gone?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Smells don't turn me off. They turn buyers off. Uh, inexperienced buyers. Or not necessarily that's maybe not the best they way to They turn some buyers it. off. Yes. Not all. Yeah.
0: And it depends what kind of smell it is, right? Like we talk about cooking. Certain foods stink. And can permeate and just stay with the airflow. You know, it gets in in the walls. It's in the furniture. Yeah. Yeah, like if well, at lunch with this client, I had fish and chips. If you make fish and chips at home, it stinks for several days in your house, right? Yeah. If you make curried foods, if you make Chinese foods, some you know some especially Asian foods. Asian foods linger a lot. Um, I know when I cook some Hungarian foods, especially the fried stuff, you know Natalie says, You know don't don't cook that don't don't do it I'm like get the fan on, open the windows, um, anyways, I still would have went because we're in a market where... Any seller's disadvantage is definitely a buyer's advantage. And a seller's disadvantage would be your place doesn't show well and it smells. So we get in there. It smells. I, I've been wearing my booties. I bought these slip-on booties, neoprene booties. They're great. You showed me they're nice. Yeah. And I didn't bring my booties. And I took my shoes off out of respect. And I had my socks on, thankfully. But my client didn't have socks on. Oh. He was barefooted. And all I could hear was like (laughs) the foot sticking (laughs) to like this residue of shit that was on their floor. Yeah, that's gross. But nice unit. Good size. Upgrades were fine. So
1: if you can see past the cosmetic deficiencies.
0: If you can see past, the only thing really needed is a deep, deep clean and paint. Place needs to be painted, deep clean. I looked at my my buyer, and you know we said, hey, this is this is one to consider for sure. All right, fast forward, we left, went saw the other places, we went for lunch. At lunch, we decided that that first place, the no key place, uh, was the place that we wanted to get, priced very reasonably. Now I did some research. I brought my laptop into the restaurant. And we sat down together and I showed them, all right, I think this place is underpriced. I don't again, I'm not talking specifics on numbers. It was underpriced. But if they're reasonable, I think we can get it below even its current market value. But even if you have to go to what we believe is the market value, what we believe is the market value. I think you'll be okay here based on the rent that you can get, based on XXXXX. So he says, yeah, okay, let's go for it. So we left the restaurant at 2.30. I come back to the office at around 3 o'clock, sent the agent a message. I said, can you please send me the status certificate? They made a mention in the MLS listing that they had the, status certificate. So I wanted to see it because I don't need a condition on uh, uh, inspection. It's a condo. There's nothing to inspect. I mean, there is, but it's a newer condo and we were good to take that risk. I don't need a condition on financing. We've got all of our ducks in order. We're confident on that. And if I can avoid putting a condition on a lawyer reviewing the status certificate, then I can present them with a firm offer. And in the current landscape, that's right, attractive. That's very attractive. This summer, summer of 2022, if you can have a firm offer as a buyer, the sellers will really like your offer. And it can help you negotiate potentially a lower purchase price. For sure it would. So seller's agent was pretty communicative, pretty responsive. Sends me the status certificate. I had a look at it. We have bought and sold in, that, in those buildings before. We have managed properties in those buildings. I'm very familiar with it. I reviewed it. I said to my client, I said, I'm, I'm good to not include... A condition on status. I don't see any issues myself. I don't think a lawyer will see any issues. So let's let's give him a firm offer. He was good with that. So this is now about 4:35 o'clock. So we chatted and strategized. I said, okay, well, let's go a little bit below their asking price because they've been on the market. Since the beginning of March, it's a long time, beginning or mid of March, so nearing three months on the market, something like that, and they started high with accepting offers on a certain date, so potentially even wanting higher than that price Then they dropped it by about 18%, uh, sorry, roughly 7%. So they were priced high, hoping to get offers and sell it for more. Didn't happen. Markets shifting. Dropped the price about 7%. Didn't sell. Dropped it another 7%, relisted it. Current listing has been on the market for quite a while. Property's probably worth more than what it's currently listed for. So you'd think they either don't need
1: to sell? I don't know. Well, Or they're desperate to sell.
0: Or they have false expectations of what the current (coughs) value is of the property. Right. And there's value in providing a firm offer. So we went in with a firm offer... He a- ended up disclosing what their preferred closing date is. So we provided I was that- privy
1: to that conversation.
0: Yes. <clears throat> so we provided them their preferred closing date, a firm offer, a very good deposit, but we wanted to beat them up on price a little bit. Right. And play the game because now you do have that back and forth. There's that negotiation. And you've been on the market for three months Potentially now, you know, um, needing to sell or desperate to sell or just wanting to sell after all this time. Anyway, submitted the offer.
1: And it was irrevocable in the evening. It was
0: sent to him at about 5 o'clock. I'm wrong. 5.30. And usually I don't put this much pressure on a seller. But with, as we talked about in the last episode, technology is great. You can get an offer by email and send it off to your client via DocuSign and have it accepted within minutes.
1: Well, and he was fairly responsive up until this time. He was.
0: Gets, submits, I submit the offer at 5.30. No response. Send a text message. Do you receive my offer? No response. Call. Voicemail. Nothing. Nothing. Crickets. The offer is expiring at 9 o'clock. I go to sleep at around 9.30, 10 o'clock, and I don't like dealing with offers when I'm half asleep. And I think a 9 o'clock... Cut-off is a good cutoff to end the business day. Used to be we would work deals until 11, 12 o'clock at night. Not necessary.
1: Well, no, and that, Sometimes that goes... It that,
0: Sometimes, rare occasions. Sure. But, that but that
1: goes back to the whole... Technology free thing. Free technology right? accommodating us to yep. do things quicker.
0: Yep. Uh, nothing. Crickets, crickets, crickets. I say to our uh, buyer...
1: I'm sorry, but I'm being ghosted. I can totally see Florencia inserting crickets in the video. There. Oh, right. Crickets, crickets, Little. crickets. She's already thinking about it. Yep.
0: She's she's already got the uh, the image. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could have said giraffes.
1: And now you're getting creative.
0: You ever have a giraffe eat from your hand? No. I'm thinking about this because of the questions that, uh, for
1: for the bio videos, yeah. we were talking about that. Was there something like that? Yeah, I don't know what... Uh... No, what was the question?
0: Oh, the question. Uh, fuck do I, I don't know. I don't remember what the question was, but it had me... <laughs> well, you remember the answer. Uh, what was the question? I'd have to go back. Obviously, something Jeopardy? around farm animals. I don't know. What was... <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what the question was but it, but the first thing I thought with this question was giraffe eating out of my hand something and my answer ended up being ostrich
1: oh the dumbest animal no. Or no, you were talking about yeah, ostriches are dumb what was that question what's your favorite zoo animal favorite zoo animal
0: mm-hmm. why did I put ostrich it's definitely not an ostrich liar most interesting? I don't know. <laughs> I think it is pretty cool, though, if you haven't had an ostrich peck at your window as you're driving <laughs> through the safari. No, I have not. But there's there's a farm out in... Uh, or it's a zoo. It's a little zoo somewhere near Niagara.
1: Okay. And There's you a can, few of those around. You
0: can feed the giraffes. And,
1: you know, their tongue is like, I don't know, two feet long? Yeah, I've seen videos where they stick their head in the car and... Stick their tongue out? And well, you
0: stand, no, you're standing in the open in this place. Okay. Like right next to the giraffe. And it puts your puts their face right up against you and you hold the cone with the food for the giraffe and comes, but he wants to take the whole thing, right? So he starts licking your whole arm and... Anyway, how do we get on that topic? No idea. So fast um, forward, nine mm, o'clock goes around. No, nope, not nine o'clock yet. Offer expires at nine. Right. It's Ten to nine. Okay.
1: You've made multiple attempts. Multiple to get, He attempts. hasn't acknowledged the offer even. Correct. Right. So, I'm sorry, 818.
0: Responding to my last text at 627 saying, did you receive the offer? That was my last text. I called him after that. Right. Yes. That was the first text. Okay. Five minutes later. But price not acceptable below blank blank right significantly higher than the yeah. current asking price right and uh, again i won't talk specifics but really messed up because the price was high lowered the price lowered the price again and now their expectation is way back up to somewhere
1: which, which in i mean the previous is not uncommon that some that some people are still expecting higher than asking but that yeah, and you you even alluded to it that that was a low price, so you Correct. even see value perhaps above 100%. the asking price, but I, not that high. I
0: even prepared our buyer right that there's no way they are accepting this offer. There's no way they're going to accept the current asking price. Right, it's just too low. Today, today, next or, week, yeah, or the week after. Maybe not so much, right? Mm -hmm. And as an investor that isn't moving into the place, doesn't have to buy it today. The numbers have to make sense. And he's looking to get a deal. And you have been on the market for three months, whatever, two months, one month. We're bringing you a firm offer with a super deposit. And your preferred closing date. And the closing date you want at least be respectful and not just telling me price not acceptable below x give me a counter offer put it on paper then right if that's if that's what you want sign it back i'll take it to the buyer don't give me this verbal crap don't ghost me for the whole afternoon while this offer is in limbo and not even Respond
1: to anything. And I got pissed. I was super pissed. Can we talk about his uh email signature yet?
0: Well, here's. Uh, I suggest you get. The, here's my text to him. Okay. I'm going to read it because I don't care. That's my answer to, but price not acceptable below. And remember, this is the guy that answers his phone. Hello. Yeah. Right. I suggest you get the place deep-cleaned, staged, and repriced to something appropriate. I don't think you will, but that's my professional opinion. (laughs) It doesn't show well, and your strategy is shit. And you'll be on the market another 60 days. And, while you're at it, update your email signature. You may be a CPA, but you can at least have a realtor signature for your real estate business. Not to mention an email that isn't Yahoo!. Take care, and thanks for wasting our time.
1: <laughs> that, no response. No response. Insert Didn't, crickets. Right. <laughs> no. That's uh, funny. And, yeah, so you showed me his email, in, and it's signed... In, uh, insert gorilla-pounding chest. Yeah. And uh, it's signed accountant or CPA or whatever. Yeah.
0: So, guys got a Yahoo email, signature that says CPA, nothing to do with real estate, which is, by the way, against our advertising uh, guidelines. Right. You have to have... any th- An email like that is a form of advertising. It Cert- has to
1: have one of the permitted... Designations. Designations. Right. And I don't believe CPA is one of them. No.
0: <laughs> Far from it. Yeah.
1: So I got
0: pissed. Yeah, it was a bit of a dick text on my part, but you know what? It was well written. I it, think it was put together... That's the kind of stuff that gives real estate a bad name and gives realtors a bad name and a bad reputation. And that stuff shouldn't exist. clearly part-time, doesn't give a shit, uh, (laughs) not doing a service for his clients. And fuck you, buddy.
1: I don't know that that is what... um, There,
0: insert that. The two... Fuck you. I don't know if that's what gives realtors
1: the bad name because outside of communicating it like this, the general public have no idea.
0: Well, my
1: client is the general public, and he had a good idea,
0: and he good. was pretty pissed off. For sure, as he should be. And we were willing to come up significantly from our original offer. Yeah. And and my... Well, you don't want to... Re- I won't read my client's text, but
1: it, it had vulgarity. Yeah. Well, in two months, we'll see. Actually, let's make a note that in Here's 60 days, we'll see if they're still on the market. There
0: are at least... 12 other units that fall within our parameters and when you're buying as an investor you don't have the emotional attachment that you do or you shouldn't have the emotional attachment that you would if it was your primary residence right so it all comes down to dollars and cents so that's my story you had a good one i had a good one i've got one more Do you? Okay. Well, we're going to have to wrap this up. I'll be quick.
1: So there was was another house. It was in Milton. I was going to show. I booked the appointment. I got confirmation for the appointment. Shortly after confirmation, I got a call from the real estate agent saying, "Um, is this the only time you can go? And I said, well, it is the only time I can go tomorrow because my client's not available outside of that time frame so how much advance notice are you giving them 24 hours yeah it was yeah it was uh, okay in the realm of yeah oh yeah 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 and i said it's not like you're booking at at 2 30 and you want to be there at three no no day day in advance and i said why do you ask and she said well um, i live in richmond hill and i removed the lockbox. this place has been on the market for a while similar to your previous story um, I removed the lockbox because we're going to take the listing off the market, uh, stage it, take new photos, and relist it. I was like, well, why would you remove? I didn't ask her. I'm like, well, that makes no sense. Like, Why would you remove the lockbox during that process? Do you only have one lockbox and you need it somewhere else? I go, you spent more in gas driving from Richmond Hill to Milton to pick up your lockbox, and now you've got to drive back right. to open the door for me. We throw out probably, or... Sometimes it doesn't make sense to
0: pick up a lock Right. We go through at least ten to twelve lock boxes a year because it's not worth our time and
1: and well, her story didn't that. add up. Right. I'm like, that makes no sense. But anyway, right. that's the only time we can go. So you're gonna come open the door first or what? <laughs> and uh, so anyway, she meets us there in the morning, opens the door, and we is we, this a luxury property? No, no, okay. small townhouse. Okay, uh, investor client also, and. Um, she's like, you know, do you want a tour? I'm like, no, we're fine, thanks. We'll just walk through and then right, wrap it up. Can
0: you give us a tour of this 1,300-square-foot townhouse, right. please? We're not familiar.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, so, uh, the other, so that was the one thing that was funny. Uh, the other part was on multiple occasions prior to uh, the showing, so on the phone and via text, she was trying to sell me on it, right, telling me all this great stuff about it. And then again at the property... As we were leaving, she was I was standing in front of her car and she just kept going on about how great this property is. And one thing that I thought was really funny that I, I did a TikTok about, but she kept saying on multiple occasions, this property is walking distance to the ghost station. And um I said, No, it's not. And she said, Yes, it is. The neighbor walks to the ghost station. And I'm like, it's not walking distance to the ghost station. I didn't know exactly how many minutes it was, but I knew exactly where it was relative to the ghost station. Well, how do you define walking distance? So I looked it up, and according to Google Maps, the shortest route was 41 minutes. 41 minutes. Yeah. And she's using that as a selling she's feature. She's using that as a selling feature. Right. For, like, short,
0: short walk to the ghost station. I'm
1: like, even if you're are 30% faster than the average person, you're still taking half an hour to get there. Yeah, technically my cottage is walking distance too. Right, if you feel like walking. Right. Anyways, so I just thought it was funny. She didn't know her interpretation of walking distance was very off. Right. So that's all. Maybe her lockbox was within walking distance. Right. In Richmond Hill. And there we go.
0: Well, nice chatting
1: with you. Likewise. We'll see you next week. Sounds good.
0: Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to episode 188 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. We'd love for you to give us a little love. Hit that uh, subscribe button and leave a comment below. We'll see you next week.